We're going to go back to uh, Genesis 19 and we're going to take a look at Lot. We talked about him a little bit with um, the last, with the Sunday school lesson, but uh, we're going to look at the whole story and and see uh, exactly where he messed up. And hopefully from that, we will learn uh, in our own lives how to change and how to be uh, the fathers that God wants us to be. So, Genesis chapter 19 and verse number 1. And there came two angels to Sodom at even. And Lot sat in the gate of Sodom, and Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them. And he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. And he said, Behold, now, my lords, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house, and tarry all night. And wash your feet, and ye shall rise up early and go on your ways. And they said, Nay, but we will abide in the street all night. And he oppressed upon them greatly, and they turned in unto him, and entered into his house, and he made them a feast, and did bake unleavened bread, and they did eat. But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round both old and young, all the people from every quarter. And they called unto Lot, and said unto him, Where are the men which came in to thee this night? Bring them out unto, unto us, that we may know them. And Lot went out at the door unto them, and shut the door after him, and said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. Behold, now I have two daughters which have not known man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you, and do ye to them as is good in your eyes. Only unto these men do nothing. For therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. And they said, Stand back. And they said again, This one fellow came in to sojourn, and he will needs be a judge. Now we will deal worse with thee than with them. And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. But the men put, put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house to them and shut the door. And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. And the men said unto Lot, Hast thou here any besides son-in-law and thy sons and thy daughters and whatsoever thou hast in the city? Bring them out of this place, for we will destroy this place, because the cry of them is waxing great before the face of the Lord. And the Lord has sent us to destroy it. And Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters, and said, Up! Get ye out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law. And when the morning arose, then the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. And while he lingered, the men laid hold upon his hand, and upon the hand of his wife, and upon the hand of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful unto him. And they brought him forth and set him without the city. And it came to pass when they had brought him, brought them forth abroad that he said, Escape from, for thy life. Look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. And Lot said unto them, O Lord, not so, or O not so, my Lord. Behold now, thy servant hath found grace in thy sight, and thou hast magnified thy mercy which thou hast showed unto me in saving my life. And I cannot escape to the mountain, lest some evil take me, and I die. Behold now, this city is near to flee unto, and it is a little one. Oh, let me escape thither. Is it not a little one? And my soul shall live. 
And he said unto him, See, I have accepted thee concerning this thing also, that I will not overthrow this city for the which thou hast spoken. Haste thee, escape thither, for I cannot do anything till thou become thither. Therefore the name of the city was called Zoar. The sun was risen upon the earth when Lot entered into Zoar. And the Lord rained upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities and that which grew upon the ground. But his wife looked back from behind him and she became a pillar of salt. And Abraham got up early in the morning to the place where he stood before the Lord. And he looked toward Sodom and Gomorrah and toward all the land of the plain and beheld and lo, the smoke of the country went up as the smoke of a furnace. Let's pray. Father God, we love you. We thank you so much for this opportunity. Lord, please uh, speak to our hearts today. Lord, show us your truth. Show us uh, the fathers that you would have us to be. Lord, help us to have the courage and the strength and the wisdom. Not just the knowledge, but to act upon that knowledge. Lord, give us the wisdom to become those fathers. So God, please, guide and direct. We love you and we thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, the story of Lot is, is a, it's a sad story. A man that, uh, because of his choices, lost everything. And his efforts continue this day. His, his issues continue today as... Uh, the part that we didn't read about, the, the later on when he flees into the mountains, his daughters uh, have their children and they become Moab and Ammon, uh, people that, that constantly fight and, and hurt Israel. Yet we often forget that Lot was a righteous man. Lot is a just man. In Second Peter 2, uh, God has recorded for us through the mouth of Peter that this very fact. Second Peter 2 and verse number 6. Peter writes, In turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that after should live ungodly, and delivered just lot vexed with the filthy filthy conversation of the wicked for that righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds Lot was a righteous man his soul was vexed with everything that they did in Sodom and Gomorrah but Lot was a righteous fool even though he didn't like what they were doing, even though it vexed him, it, it hurt him to see what was going on in the city, he refused to act upon that knowledge. Remember, we looked at uh, the difference between wisdom and foolishness. Wisdom is acting upon the knowledge that, you've, that you have. It's, it's living for God. And we saw this in Solomon is, uh, on Wednesday night as he is crying out that all the world is vanity. He had so much knowledge 
And so much that, that God had shown him, but he refused to act upon it. Instead, he went in the opposite direction. Lot is doing the same way. Lot has this knowledge. He knows what God wants. He knows the path that God has for him. Yet he's choosing to stay in Sodom and Gomorrah. His foolishness led to the destruction of his family. Isaiah 26. Ezekiel. No, sorry. Too far. Isaiah is before Jeremiah. Isaiah 26 and verse number 7. The way of the just is uprightness. Thou most upright dost weigh the path of the just. Hosea chapter 14. Come on. There it is. Hosea after Daniel before Joel. Hosea chapter 14 and verse number 9. Who is wise, and he shall understand these things, prudent, and he shall know them. For the ways of the Lord are right, and the just shall walk in them, but the transgressors shall fall therein. A just man would walk in the ways of the Lord. Now, again, God calls... Lot, a just man. God has recorded that for us in His Word, and He, he used only the words that He would have, have for us. There's no fluff. There's no, uh, there's no lie. His Word is true and pure. So Lot was a just and a righteous man, but Lot was choosing foolishly to walk away from the Lord, to, to flee from the things that God had for him. Lot was a righteous man, but he was a foolish father. In Genesis 19, we see that Lot had at least four daughters. He had two that were still at home with him. And then he had at least two more that were married and out of the house. You can't have sons-in-law without daughters. I'd much rather have daughters than sons-in-law, but... Lot at least had four children. Lot, again, made some very, poor diso- de- some very poor decisions for his children. He had poor positioning. If we go back to Genesis 13, we see the beginning of all of this. Now we understand that Abram, when he was called out of Ur of the Chaldees, he took Lot with him. And Abram was a father figure to Lot. And Lot saw Abram do all the things that he did. He saw the great things, the great faith that Abram had. He saw uh, Abram go into Egypt and lie to the to the to Pharaoh, and then he saw God deliver Abram out of that. And in Genesis thirteen and verse number five, uh, Abram and Lot have now come back out of Egypt, and they have so much wealth that they can't dwell in the same place. Verse number 5 says, And Lot also, which went with Abram, had flocks and herds and tents. And the lot was not, and the land was not able to bear them, that they might dwell together. For their substance was great, 
so that they could not dwell together. And there was a strife between the herdmen of Abram's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle, and the Canaanite and the Perizzite dwelled in the land. And Abram said unto Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my herdmen and thy herdmen, for we be brethren. Is not the whole land before thee? Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. If thou wilt take the left hand, then I will go to the right. Or if thou depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. And Lot lift up his eyes and beheld the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Zoar. Then Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves one from the other. Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent toward Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. Lot pitched his tent toward Sodom in Genesis 13. This is where he made his first mistake. Abram gave him the choice of any option, anywhere to go. And he looked at the plain of Jordan. He looked at the fact that it was well watered, that it would make life easier. And he took that place. Now, we already know that Egypt is a picture of the world. It's a picture of sin and evil. And it says that this, was, this place was like the land of Egypt. But then, in verse number 12... Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain and pitched his tent toward Sodom. Sodom, even at this time, was a wicked and evil city. Have you ever noticed that in the Bible the cities are the most wicked places? Even today. Um, my in-laws from up by Nevada had come down to Missouri to visit us. They rode their motorcycle down and took all the back roads and they were amazed this is a couple of years ago. They were amazed at how many Trump signs were out in the country. They said they got all the way to Kansas City before they saw a Biden sign. But as soon as they hit the city, they were all Biden signs. The city is a gathering place. It's a place where life is easy. I mean, even here. We don't have an easy life, but we have a much easier life than a hundred years ago. I was looking at some of the dates on these songs as we're singing them, and you know some of them were written in the 1850s and the 1860s, times when uh, life was hard, when men got up at the crack of dawn and and went out and toured and and plowed and worked and served, and then studied by candlelight after dark. And, went out and preached and taught the Word of God. I, I feel bad that I have to get up at 6.30, 7 o'clock to be able to make it to Marshalltown. and It's already daylight. And, but the city, this mentality of the city has offered us so much. We go to the grocery store. Rachel and I went to the grocery store yesterday and I think we've spent more at the grocery store than we have any other trip. I was hungry. Never go to the grocery store hungry. 
But we went to the grocery store and we got meat and we got cheese and we got all of those things. We, we didn't get eggs because we already had eggs. But we got all those things that people 100 years ago would have had to go out and gather. They would have went out and, and tended the chickens and gathered the eggs. They would have uh, went out and killed the fatted calf as the, the father of the prodigal son had. They would have worked hard for what they had. Anywhere that people gather for a purpose other than to worship the Lord, wickedness follows. And this is where Lot chose to live. He saw the plains that they were well watered and it would make it easier for his servants to care for his vast flocks. It would make life easier on him as well. Can I tell you a secret? The Christian life's not easy. It's not supposed to be easy. We're supposed to work and toil and serve. The saying when I was younger is idle hands are the devil's playground. It's very true. The only time I got in trouble as a kid or even now as an adult is when I wasn't busy. When I didn't have something occupying my time. I found something to occupy it and usually it was getting myself in a lot of trouble. Lot chose a place that would make life easier. He soon left the flocks to his servants and moved to the city where he quickly made his way into the ruling class. Now you would think that a godly man being able to be in a position of leadership in the city would change the city. But we've seen already that we don't rise to the minority, we fall to the majority. Lot had poor positioning, but he also had poor protecting. Our main job as fathers is to guide and protect our families. We are the shepherd of our flock. It's up to us to judge the surroundings and guide our families through the wilderness. Lot looked at the surroundings and he took his family right into the den of Satan himself. He looked at the men of the city and chose at least two to wed his daughters and did not pass, on, did not pass his faith onto his family. I'm not exactly sure where Lot's wife came from. I'm assuming Egypt. That's where... Uh, I'm assuming that's where she came from. I'm, I'm not sure though. But I don't believe that she knew the Lord. And I don't believe that Lot ever taught her about the Lord. When the angels came into Lot's door... Lot recognized them. He knew who they were. He tried to protect them. He tried to protect them to the point where uh, he was going to send out his two daughters that were still at home and let the men of the city do whatever they want to with them. This is going to be a theme that recurs as we go through the book of Judges. But... Then Lot goes out and he begins to confront the men and the angels have to drag him back inside because the men are now ready to kill him. 
the angels blind the men to protect the girls. And they had to drag all of them out of the city. Lot went out again that night to meet his son-in-laws to try and get his other daughters out of the city. And they laughed at him. We've been going through the book of Jonah and we're just getting into Jonah returning to Nineveh. Actually going to Nineveh. He's going to give an extremely weak message. He's going to say, yet 40 days and the city's going to be destroyed. And the whole city repents. Lot went to his sons-in-laws and said, tomorrow God is going to destroy this city. And they laughed at him. A just and righteous man in God's eyes had failed so much that his own son-in-laws and daughters laughed at him. They didn't see the earnestness. They didn't see the fear. Probably because there was none. Those two daughters were doomed to die with the rest of the city. And it was all Lot's fault. When they're finally removed from the city, Lot continues to be this poor example and he argues with the angels. The angels say, flee to the mountains. And Lot says, no, I can't go to the mountains, I'll die. Let me go to this little city. A little city is still a city. A little sin is still sin. But the angels agree. And they send Lot to Zoar. And while they're in Zoar, Lot's wife, again, not knowing what's going on, not understanding, not listening and obeying the angels, turns around and looks to see Sodom and Gomorrah. And she's turned to a pillar of salt. She's taken immediately. Her heart was still in Sodom. Lot's heart was still in Sodom. You know, today, Satan's men aren't just outside the house trying to get in. Today we have so much technology. We've, we've strayed so far from what God has for us that we've allowed it allowed Satan into our homes our children are being influenced by everyone but us they go to school they're influenced by the school they go to they go out to play and they're influenced by their friends they sit down and watch TV and they're influenced by the TV you know Rachel and I chose to do uh, Amazon Prime video uh, so that we can control what the kids see. Yet, we still don't even have control over that because they still, for some of the shows that we want to watch, they play commercials. And we can't skip the commercial. We can mute it. But they still see things they shouldn't. They still see things that the men of Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed for as we walked through Walmart yesterday 
Um, I'm glad the kids weren't with us because we saw some stuff that the men of Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed for. It's time for us to look around and see the dangers in the wilderness. It's not enough for us just to see them, but we must point them out to our wives and our children and teach them to avoid them. We must go back to the work serving the Lord. The title of the message was Lot and Me. Because unfortunately, I see myself a lot in Lot. I'm not saying I'm an evil and wicked man. But I'm saying I haven't done enough as a father. Today is Father's Day. It's supposed to be a celebration of dads. It usually isn't, especially in the pulpit. Because fathers have the most important job. And if we don't encourage our fathers to continue in the faith, to become faithful men, then we're going to lose another generation. I, I was working on stuff yesterday, working on messages, and looked outside, saw some of the neighbors. I feel sorry for their kids. And I catch myself remembering the way I grew up and remembering putting myself in, in their shoe, in those, those children's shoes. And I, I catch myself becoming judgmental. And then I remember Lot. Lot was a righteous man. I believe we'll see Lot in heaven. What's my excuse? 